Man, I don't listen to what people say Cause you talk a lot don't really mean you know the way Out here on my grind cause I'm trying to elevate Get up in the morning, hit the ground and meditate Ready for my day, got a plan, I don't need to wait Mind clear, energy, and I'm feeling great It's a good life, it could be another way To me it's everything, never just another day Nah Welcome to, to the No Time is Necessary podcast. podcast. It's your boy Demerit Lee back in Radical. And it's your girl, Hype and Voluptuous Taja. Oh my goodness, y'all. Listen. <laughs> Let me fix that. <laughs> Ain't no fixing it. Hold on. We're here listening to Toddy talk about she want to be the next Siri, City Girl version. And here, and here practicing her voice. And that's why she can't get herself together, y'all. But what's going on, everybody? Look, we back here again. No titles necessary. You already know yeah. episode... Seven. Seven? Episode seven already. Woo! We Man, doing we it. Got, we getting there work. Yes, we getting there work. Yeah. Hey, we hope y'all enjoying the podcast thus far, but we got a nice, exciting one. As always, I know you always hear me say that, but we, they really are dope concepts that we get into. So today, title, we talking about what, Toddy? We are talking about the quiet storm. That's right. the title. That's the title. The title is Quiet Man, Storm. How, how you doing, Toddy? Let me ask you I'm that. I'm doing good. I'm a little, a little lit, a maybe little bit. a Listen, little lit. We in here talking, hearing her talk about being a, the black version, city girl version of Siri. Yes, she's talking about being propositioned in here. Oh man. Like, <laughs> Listen, I'm that girl. I'm that girl. Hey. I want to be the city girl version. I think we need a city girl version. We have the we have the one that speaks like she's from England, and then we have hello. Please make a left at the next light. We don't need her. We need a girl. So now I got to turn around again and waste <laughs> gas. I am not routing again. Okay? <laughs> Get it right. Girl, you're going to be late to your boo house. Stuff like that. I want to be the city girl version. So y'all see the... See the the mess we have to deal with in here but but hey listen that's good and all we're gonna get to our topic whenever we get to it but um right now we're gonna get into one of our favorite segment that is talk your shit dog talk your shit dog I was a little late on that ad lib yeah, that time. My bad. Was. It's, it's, okay. it's cool, but we, listen, we in this talk your shit. You know where we like to big up big businesses and people like that that's doing big things in our community as mm-hmm. always. Like so, we like to put the spotlight on it and talk our shit in a good way. So I think Toddy ready to go. You ready? I'm ready. I'm right, ready. Let's get it. All right. So I'm gonna talk my shit today about the Empower Tea. The name of the company is Empower Tea. It is a t-shirt company that is in our community that's actually doing some wonderful things they have the best logos the logos are very empowering to the black community it shows unity in the in the topic she fucking up we gonna keep all the fuck ups mm-hmm. damn okay so <laughs> i want to fuck up on the ad go it's cool they gonna still get that right. love we so, still talking our shit about y'all and with the empower tea she has some wonderful quotes and sayings on her shirts like you leave in that shirt knowing that you are empowered in your color she has some saying like melanin popping she has you are a king you know love on our black fathers you know stuff like that the 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 actual um quotes that she put on the shirts leaves you feeling so empowered so i just want to give her a big up today it is wonderful to be in the midst of someone like that you know it's a lot of um businesses that are doing so wonderful and wearing a t-shirt says that you stand for something even if you don't verbally say it you're saying it within your attire Mm -hmm. so if you want to find her you can find her on instagram at empower t that is t-h-e-e-m-p-o-w-e-r-t-e-e empower t the empower t power t 
and www.empowertea.com. And that's Toddy's version of talk. We ain't doing it over. <laughs> listen, they forcing my hand listen, over here, y'all. I'm, I'm ready to, to talk my shit now. Talk sh- your sh- shit, I'm going to talk my shit talk right now. Shit. Talk, you know, I'm going to talk my shit. So, I look, listen, I want to talk. <laughs> she mad <laughs> So today I'm going to talk my shit about this production company. So for you all who don't know what an actual production company is, it's a team, it's a business that provides physical basis for works in the fields of performing arts, new media art, film, television, radio, comics, interactive arts, video games, websites, and video. So it's so a whole array of things that production companies do. So in this episode, I want to talk my shit about a South Florida production company, which is Ampool Production. Hey! Starting in 2015, preparing to attend the second Million Man March in D.C., a group of individuals came together to start a documentary called Black Don't Crack. After going underground for a couple of years, Ampool Production hit the scene hard with the hit web series To Each Its Own, which earned the web series, best web series at the Urban Film Festival and is currently streaming on the OWN channel. Since then, uh, Ampool Production has also publicly released a short film called The Weight of the Crown um, and is also working on a documentary and a second series soon to be released. Ample production isn't just about production, but for the community. Hosting a self-defense class for women, creating a family and community where creatives have a platform to grow. So I want to give a big shout out to Ample Production today. I want to shout out Erica West. I want to shout out Katana Malone. I want to shout out Anthony Montgomery. I want to shout out Joe Wesley. Yo, if you want to holler at Ample Production to get our services or their services for anything, you can holler at Ample Productions at Facebook and Twitter at Ample Production. You can holler at them at Instagram at Ample underscore production. You can... You messing me up, man. You can holler at them on Instagram at Ampool underscore production. Go over there and subscribe to their YouTube at Ampool Production. And also go check out the website at Ampool Productions. That's A-N-P-U Production without an S dot com. All right. Make sure y'all holler at us over there for anything that you need. Big shout out because they are the sponsors and producers of No Titles Necessary. Now, you you sitting over there with attitude. What's your problem, man? Because I wanted to do my my talk your shit. Uh, no, we didn't uh, even talk about Matter of fact, we didn't talk about their <laughs> services. So uh, what? So, so they come with the nice shirts and everything, right? Yeah, and, she and, does and, group packages. Okay. She actually has um her own... um. You know, I'm not a t-shirt person, so I could just explain the t-shirt. You're like wearing nothing. I really do wear t-shirts. I'm she just not to air a, out everything. a t-shirt girl. So does she make t-shirts uh, or customized yeah, t-shirts? Yes, she customized t-shirts. She okay. gets the logo. You can send the logo to her. Oh, dope. She'll do it for your restaurant. So she's a print service She's as a well. print service as well. So she does that for you. Um, a lot of businesses have ordered like shirts if they have a, for their employees. Okay. They wear employee t-shirts. They may have a highlight um, to see what's up. Yeah, she has. And I actually wore one of the shirts in season one. Mm. So it was um actually a great thing. So. Okay, so we need all that. Y'all make sure mm-hmm. y'all go through and support and um don't ask for no discounts. Just go support, all right? Okay, and if you need to holler at no Productions, discount. holler at us over here at Ampool Productions. Uh, we got a lot of things coming out over here. Season 3 coming out soon. But before y'all get that, y'all go get another series that's not released yet. So shout out to Ampool Productions. Shout out, shout out to everybody out there doing their thing. You ready to get into this topic, Toddy? I'm ready. You done with your attitude? Yes. All right, now. You know, put me on blast. Todd, are you still mad over there? No, I ain't mad. I'm thinking about the thing thing. And I'm thinking maybe that's why this, it's Listen, a quiet it's a, storm it's right. because it's, of the thing thing was put in the... It, it, it's about that time. It's that's what that it time. is. It's about oh, that time. It's about that time. It's about that time. It's about that. She it's about almost that. forgot that. that. It was about that. About that. that. Time. About that.
Yeah. Yeah, um, it's about so that time. My bad, dog. Yeah, this has been an interesting um Wait. recording because Toddy has been um on her ish this this What's wrong with you? Nothing. I I I just realized we were supposed to do it's about that time. I forgot we we supposed you to forget, do <laughs> You forgetting everything <laughs> today though. <laughs> Can I do that over? Yeah. We putting in the fuck ups? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're going to go ahead and get into our main topic. Y'all already know it's about it's quiet. It's about that time. Tongue got a little heavy right there. Uh-huh. Our title today is <laughs> Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all understand what she's talking about because she heard me talking about, you know, our, our, my segment, Diary of a Dad. But we're not going to get into we're that right into now. That. We're into the main topic and we're talking about quiet storm. So yes. go ahead and tell them how you came to me and the whole discussion and, and the conception of quiet storm. Well, you know, ladies, like you know, I always like to say this to the ladies Why just and the guys. Okay, I was finna say to and the guys okay. too. Give me a chance. I can only do what I can right now. Okay, so we always talk about us ladies and men uh-huh. have a playlist. I think women make it more instrumental to talk about their pain and everything. So when they have a heartbreak, they have a playlist. They go through the whole emotion. I'm sure men do because they're emotional thugs. They know it. But True. what we do. We have we have a more of a way of expressing that. So, um, on my playlist, one of my playlists for my heartbreak playlist is Hurricane Tell by Jasmine heart, Sullivan. Heartbreak playlist. But go yes. ahead. Yeah, if go you've ahead. been mm-hmm. through anything, you got to have a list. Mary J on there definitely. No, uh, I actually don't have her um, because then I, I want music off a of heartbreak. Um, I think I just got one song off of hers. Hits. But, um, but go ahead. Yeah, Jasmine the song Sullivan. Hurricane came about and if anybody ever heard the song Hurricane by Jasmine Sullivan it's an amazing song and the words to that song True. is like like Powerful. you really yeah you really have to listen to those words to really get what she's saying mm-hmm. so if you don't know the words you mind if I get Go into ahead, it get with it, a few it. verses okay School. so she starts with it where it says I can see it in his eyes oh I and he's been avoiding me all day it seems as though he wants to cry and he's been acting really strange. He starts talking, and I tune him out. It doesn't matter anyway, because as soon as I sold out, I mean, as, as soon as I saw clouds, I knew he was going to start, he was going to say, you know, I knew what he was going to say. Um, so it's like, if you ever stop and think about how a storm actually starts, you get signs. Mm-hmm. Like, you, the clouds start getting dark. Right. Or even you know, down here in South Florida, we know by having all these hurricane season, uh-huh. like which it is right now. So it's when I thought of quiet yeah. storm, I thought of things like, you know, you can see how a storm coming in and do you prepare for it? And yeah. like with Jasmine Sullivan, like it was interesting <laughs> it, even when you sent me the song and I was just listening to it and I was just like, Oh, this sounds like she uh beyond fed up mm-hmm. and it's as if the perspective that she was given that the man wasn't paying attention to the signs. Yeah. She was giving signs along yeah. the way. Go she ahead. was giving and, and the thing is she's seen those signs before. Like mm. if you, it's like so cycles. It, yeah, it's like um, it's like it doesn't matter anyway. Like I, I've, I've been here. I start talking and and you know he starts talking and I tune him out because it's like I'm at that point. Like you say, she's at her point okay, of so being fed up, and she's been there before. And mm-hmm. you can only be fed up with something that you've experienced already. You know what I'm saying? But is, is that fed up with the same person? That's what I'm saying. Like yes, is, well, it's, so, well, in my in my dis, um 
the way I saw the song was she was talking about the person she was currently with. Right. I, I don't know if it's a general thing of men uh, as a whole, which I'm sure it could be relative to a lot of other people. But when I was looking at the song, I was looking at it straight from a relationship standpoint. Yeah, of no, that's cool. We want to hear what you have, what you took <clears throat> from it. Like the people want to hear I, what Toddy had to say. Um, well, I, what I took from it is that I've seen this sign before. I've seen it. I've been through this type of storm before. You mm-hmm. do know it. You can see it in their eyes. One thing about a person, they can smile all day, but the eyes is what tells the truth. True. And um, a lot of times you can see it in somebody's eyes when something's about to happen or their demeanor. And energy um, snitch and on you all energy, the time. Exactly. Like they become passive or mm-hmm. passive aggressive mm-hmm. or just aggressive. And a lot of times we know those signs, especially with a partner that we've been with for a while, because we get to learn our partner in and out. They're good, True. they're bad, their ticks, what triggers them and Everything. what not triggers. So we know what to do. So I do believe in this song, it was just one day I was just listening to the song and I was like, damn. What do you do after a storm? Like, what what do you do in the midst of the storm? How do you prevent the storm? How do you prepare for something like a, you know? But see, so, okay, so when you <clears> think <throat> about that and preparing for the storm, so it's, it's a delicate thing with what you're talking about mm-hmm. because although you're talking Jasmine Sullivan and she got, she was fed up with what was going on with that guy, mm-hmm. you have that thing right there was like, dude, I told you this last year. We had this talk mm-hmm. six months ago. Mm-hmm. We had this talk last week. So, like, why are mm-hmm. we constantly having the same talk mm-hmm. over and over? So, to me, it feels like <clears throat> you're not listening. So exactly. since you're and not now listening, you want to cause a storm. Hell. No, no, or I'm about to cause a storm in your in life. Your yeah. Right. Yep, and, that's and you're true. not, you're not go gonna like But so I, I I thought of that, but then on the other aspect of it is as if what if those triggers didn't come from that person that he probably did it that one time. He or mm-hmm. she, or either way, <clears> um, <throat> they did it that one time, right? But it's not triggered from them that trigger came from a past relationship that has yeah. been brought over and, and bled over guilty people are guilty of that taking what they've been through with someone in the past mm-hmm. and bringing it into something new mm-hmm. and it 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 can tear up a new happy home if you bring it in old trash into a new relationship that's what we talked about right so yeah that's true that could be him and then it could also be you know a communication break like true. a lot of times people just don't communicate how they feel in its wholeness they give you a part of it like they'll say I'm just frustrated I'm upset I don't like when you do that you do that shit all the time and it's like well damn if you would have told me eight times ago I would have did that shit again Again. Or it's the so, way it's communicated. Or the way it's like, communicated. And you, and, but we have to ask permission for those tough conversations. We had mm-hmm. we, we talked about that before. So like you yeah. can't just blur it on. Right, just spring on. Right, just can we? Hey, can we have a truth moment? Yeah. No, or not no. right now. Give them that space mm-hmm. to be able to say, "I'm willing to receive," because you mm-hmm. want their full attention. Yeah. You don't want them in their phone. You don't want them watching TV or yeah. game. You don't you, want right. them on, on social full media. Attention. You don't want them taking selfies. No, exactly. I need your full undivided attention right here. So with the quiet storm, right? Preventative measures, right? Or just we get the warning, we mm-hmm. see it. The warning we shots, see yep. it. So me, we're talking the, singular you get individuals. The thunder before the lightning. Ooh, oh, but, I mean, you but, get the lightning before the thunder. But, I but, mean, but you could tell by nature itself because <clears throat> the birds begin to fly. Yeah, birds so begin to begin fly. So you begin to see signs. You start seeing the sky us. changing color. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and we if we gonna take it like to the old old school, your body ache. Ooh. You know, you, you start smell it in the smell air. It in the air. Yeah. You can smell it on the you can smell it in the grass. Mm-hmm. You can just smell it coming. So dealing with people, when you start to see those signs, right? What do you do? What do you do? Mm-hmm. How do you and react? I think that's I think that's the, the do you the get whole, prepared? Yeah, how do you prepare for that? Like you know, when you get a, a storm coming, you know you gotta put your shutters down. You gotta go get water, get, water, get prepared, batteries, batteries, candles. You know, right? But when it comes to a relationship standpoint, just, yeah, and it's any relationships, yeah, and it's any relationship. Like, how do you prepare for a storm when you see it's about to come? 
It's, it's like, funny you say that, though. The, do, pandering might make it worse. But so you say, how do you prepare for a storm? Mm-hmm. But then you have to go back and ask as well, is the person even paying attention to the signs or paying attention to the warnings? And, the, and, and it's like, do I just pack up and evacuate? Remember, like, do you, you I see evacuate? people all the time down here. If you're down here in South Florida, when the storms come, mostly so when the storm about to hit in Key evac- West area, they evacuate, they evacuate yeah. real quick. But you have those people that say, "I'm gonna just sit it out because I'm gonna I be all right." Nowhere. And if it's meant to be, it's gonna meant it's to be. It's not that to, serious. It's not that serious. And that's how you got. And that's how I think people have to look at their relationships as a storm mm-hmm. that's coming, okay. and how you prepare for that. But you have ways to prepare for that through your um, communication. Through trying to understand, you have to decide to stay or go. Do you stay and deal with what can come, all the repercussions that can come with what you know? Because we've been through several hurricanes before and you know what can happen. You know you Mm. can lose your roof. You know Mm. you can flood out. You know, you know, or do you evacuate and do what's best for you and leave everything behind? That's not important. Listen, I think that's a hard thing for people because people, people are so attached to stuff. things. And, and yes. when we're talking about relationships, they're attached to... To feelings. And here's the crazy thing. It's not just feelings, but I, I in in our psyche, we believe we own something that we don't. Don't, yes. Yeah, property. So, it feels like right. property. And we yeah. treat people like, like property. property yeah. So it's like... And we treat people like property and we treat, um, we treat marriages like agreements and arrangements. You but know, and technically, it is, in this in this it country, is. it's, it's, like, it's a like a business contract. It feels like right. a job. No, it's a business contract. For women, basically, well, well, for me, it felt like a job to be. It feels like a job because you got to put in to this thing, and and you right, got to put that's your work first, into it. That's, that's your that job. First business, actually, to be a not great, even job because it's not for somebody else. It's well, actually it's an for you. It is an arrangement. It's for you, so it's it like working us. your it's own business, right? So, but. But us won't work if you don't take care of you. So when we talk about these preventative measures and we talk about seeing the signs and acting on the signs, Mm -hmm. you have to first acknowledge that some people just have a tendency to to because they're so conditioned. Right. And and people recognize pain and it's comfortable to them because they've been through it so much. So they're like, well, at least I know what I'm how I'm going to feel. Mm-hmm. At least I know mm-hmm. this feeling because right. I've had it before. Right. But you, the same feeling that you recognize and it hurts you is the same feeling that you're going to continue to let in because it's, it's something that's not new to you anymore. People are afraid of newness. So it's a callus almost. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like. Not a callus. Is it a callus? Yeah, a callus. Well, it's a callus. It's a part yeah. of who you are, but it's hard and rigid and right. shit on the outside. And it's like, why would you want something hard and rigid mm-hmm. when you can have something uh, just gone comfortable or sometimes so insecurities hard to walk away from something that Why? you've been in so long Why? i can't explain the feeling i could just say that i, I was in it go ahead keep talking and, i got this quote i want to show go and ahead. um when you're in something and you're trying to make something work you just in it you don't see it from a um what's that what's that thing when they call it when um you die and then an out of body experience. You don't see it like an out of body experience. You don't see it like, you mean, that. like you don't see it from a bird's view because you're living in it in the actual you're time, actual, real time, the right time. there. So but you still, feel like person- at that time you're doing what you're supposed to be doing in that time. Right. But if you actually step back and really look at it, like you could see the whole scenario breaking down, like you watching a whole series, right. or a show. You, you you'll be like, damn, watch I probably shouldn't did want. it that way, or I probably shouldn't have. I probably should have tried this instead. But or you why know? do you have to be able to know the whole thing of that situation? If you just said out of your words, like you know from 
past experience where this is going. So if I know where this is going and I know down I, this road, I do, it's not a road I want to go down. And see, I believe as as women, we guilty for just being nourishing individuals. Like we just always want to nourish. But it's not just women staying in relationships well, even well, when they see the warning signs because dudes getting that, abused but out I can't, here. I will let you physically speak and on, mentally. I, I mean, because I know it exists, mm-hmm. I can't speak from a male perspective. But I, I would actually <clears> like to hear the perspective of a male and right. why they do it because I'm sure men have different reasons. Oh, yeah. Some women have a lot of reasons. They, you know, but the kids, but, but they're, but you know, they're mutually kids to uh, exchangeable. Man. They're the same. Because some are. is financial security, and that's men and women, uh-huh. you know, who's ever the breadwinner. Some, it's emotional stability. They don't feel secure in themselves, and they validate right. themselves by their spouse. By other person. Right. Mm-hmm. Some, it's family. Because right. remember, in some countries, in some regions, in some places that you're married off, you, you are told who you're going yeah, to be it's with. Arranged. And if you don't, right, it's arranged. So if you don't follow that arrangement, things repercussions could, within your family yep, and inheritances and off, things happens like go. that. Right. Things so like that happen. That. So when you talked about people who are afraid to leave, here's the quote that I, I wanted to talk. It says, I'm not afraid of getting hurt because I know how to create beauty out of everything. So when I look at that as a person who's been through uh, being cheated on, being used. It's and, like a flower in a like, desert. It's period. It's like, yo, you, it, it's coming to a point where I don't own anybody. People going to do whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. What I can control is how I feel and how I'll allow people to treat me. Mm-hmm. So once you know what they're about and you have to make a conscious decision to say, I ain't, I ain't fucking with it. I, I don't want know, nothing to do with and, it. And I can honestly say I, I, I know that now. Um, But when I stayed in my relationship for so long. Right. We're trying to help a, a people, lot of people who were who, who, who able to do it early. Yeah. Off of the but, lessons that we learned key, later. But the, the lesson is learning how to pull out in just enough time that you're not. Uh, how? Like, like, but how? You, your heart will tell you how. I don't know how to explain it. You know when you've been so damaged to the point you damaged goods for somebody else, or you know when you pulled out just in the nick of time where you're not completely tarnished. Here's the thing and with that: when we so, talk about quiet storm, I and mean, we're looking at these signs and these 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 uh, cycles coming back around, when you decide at the at the wrong time, right? Yeah, because it, it, it could be a point damage. in time, right? People who think they can evacuate at the last minute, then you're stuck in traffic for hours and hours mm-hmm, and hours, and you're mm-hmm. more unsafe sitting in your car mm-hmm. on a highway right. than you are at the house. So in the same situation, those people who decide to disconnect those relationships at the wrong time, but if your timing is, is off, time, you, listen. Like, when how it's do getting, you know when the right time is? When it's getting abusive, one, definitely. And okay, that's well, not yeah, just that's physically. True. That's not just physically, And it's though. mental, too. And I'm and saying, that's true. I'm agreeing with you. It's, it's, it's emotional neglect. Turmoil, like, when you like see certain emotional. stuff, mm-hmm. like, when there's just a total neglect period across the board, like, okay, I see you only worried about you, so I have to worry about my sanity. I have to worry about my happiness. Mm-hmm, so, you know, mm-hmm. so before this storm hit, I'm going to prevent this. I'm going to help. Uh, I'm going to condition myself or prepare myself so when it does hit, it doesn't hit as hard because you're still going to have to it. go through it. I get it. And then, but the thing I guess I could say is because I can actually say, I can attest, I have, I felt like I did wait too long to pull out of my relationship, but my heart was still intact. Um, because I Was it I because always, of a reason though? Well, it was always because I loved on myself. Towards the end, I started to focus more on the things that I knew I needed to do for me and my children. So it was a more purpose so thing it, at it that point. Like purpose pur- became more definitive. Pur- yes. It was like I have to do something for me mm-hmm. until I can get out of this. 
And I loved myself. I loved my kids. And I just made that our little bubble right. until it was all over and said and done. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So every process was hard. Every process is still hard because right. now your children got shit. That and they, there's storms that they, they, they're always going to come. They always leave they're some debris come. behind. It's right. always going to be debris behind. And you have to be there to pick up those pieces. But... You pick them up at your own pace, but you got to understand, you're not just starting with just you alone. You have to start over with your kids in mind. True. And when you were saying, like, um, walking away and why not, it was, it was like, for me, I think for me, I was thinking about those children. I was thinking about them being with their father and moving on with someone else. And I'm not saying it doesn't happen, It, you know, uh, less often, but a lot of women, when they leave, separate from relationships like that, they leave with the children. They have the children. Right. And you have children, and it's hard for a woman to be marketable. It's hard for a woman to be in a relationship after that. Because you have children, you know, you got to bring this man in. Do I trust him around my kids? Mm -hmm. You know, you hear all these stories about somebody beating the shit out of your kid, they stepkids or, abused, you know, abuse, raping them, mm-hmm. molesting them for years. Right. And you're, you're in this relationship and your children resent you because that's the man you chose. So here's the thing I'm going to say on that. When we talk about leaving when the signs are shown, mm-hmm. leaving when you see it, whether you've been through it, you're in it now, it's something that you, you just don't want to deal with. How you leave is also important as well. So we're talking about mm-hmm. the people who are evacuating and the storm is coming in. Right. But they fail to put shutters on their window. They fail to uh, put uh, all put their important stuff, sandbags around the house. Mm-hmm. They, they they neglect to do any of this and they just run the maintenance. out because of survival. Yeah. So they're thinking about survival instead of the sustainment of what they've built and invested in. Mm-hmm. So if you were in such a rush to get out, Everything you just said is going to happen. No, Everything that you just stated is going to happen is what I'm thinking. Because Mm -hmm. going to the wrong situation, you're running out and you didn't prepare to leave, right? Mm -hmm. So now, okay, I I get it. I was in one of those situations where my mom was getting abused and she just had to go. So late at night, or I believe it was early morning, I can't remember exactly. But I know when the guy was at work, my mom had us all packed up and we left. We we got out of there. That was the Mm -hmm. signs and her acting. Did she have some place to go? No, she just had to yeah. because this is a life or death situation. Right. It's like we always say with case by case. But if you can prepare to leave right, mm-hmm. leave right, leave right, and do right. it the right way. And, and that's what. And I guess that's where my question comes from. Um, because sometimes people have a tendency of rushing your process. What is? Mm. What does that look like? Because anyone on the outside looking in, I think it's easier for them to say, "Girl, I, oh, girl, you should have been gone." Oh, girl, what's taking so long? Girl, you don't know a person's process or how much was invested mm-hmm. in a relationship. So if you're mm-hmm. in a relationship and you married and you don't have no kids with this man, no property with this man, it, and it's easy, it's easy, right? So it's a lot of things that I think people just or even fail a job. to forget. Even a job. Like, you have like to you put uproot. 50, but you put 10, 15 years into and this company, and people are like, yo, yo, they doing you dirty, man. You just leave. need to walk, walk away. And it's like, yo, man, I, I got, got my stocks, pension. I got, I got my pension. All, right, my Ross right. dog. They meet. You just, want, you just telling me. You this, and I get it. Yeah. I heard a guy say something on the internet today. He said, yo, get these jobs and get the information. Don't invest your soul into it. Right. And, and I get that. That's but, why when people lose their job, they jumping on bridges and shit. Thank they, you. They, they, they go They've to the... They've invested their they, soul into yeah, it. Yeah, they put too much into the job. Love your job. Love what you do. Okay, so with relations... Okay, let me ask you this. With relations, are we investing too much into... Yes. But... Because, you okay, know, because you I'm, 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 so I'm going to allow you to answer. Because the only, I the only reason why I say that is because I think it's a toxic behavior. It can be toxic because people become so codependent on each other. 
that they they don't know how to really succeed sometimes without you. And that's right. when okay. it really that's shows unhealthy. the right, right, strength right. of a person when you're not there. And and like if you got if you the type of person to have to travel on business and when you leave and the house look like a shit show when you get back. It's like damn, okay, so now I've been gone a week and this is what happens when the mouse when the cat's away the mouse is play. So it's like a different term um it's like a different feeling when there's a moment when you um walk away and you see that, okay, nothing can get done without me. Mm-hmm. Then what happens? When I'm here, that means you only happy when I'm here. It's For me, I've been through that and I could be gone and nothing would get done for days and weeks at a time during the production or something. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Like, why does everything look so... how did you feel so- you invested too much in that, though? I, me, I'm going to be honest with you. That's what, I didn't feel like Because that was like the core of the question. Like, I, I, like, is investing in others, like, See, you know what I'm saying? Like, I is it like ba- a bad I, thing? Well, I feel like people made me feel like it was bad. I done all, I did all that or I could. Or what they did from the seeds you sold. Like, they didn't give back a return that you expected. It wasn't a return. And now I think that's what uh, what was upsetting. Okay, there we go. Now we got expectations. We, we got to match. Now we got expectations. Yeah, we got go expectations. We got to kind of match each other's energy in, in everything, even if it's not the same thing that we're doing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I didn't feel bad when I walked away because I knew I did everything I could. Right. And when you know that you've done everything you could, when you walk away, your feet are much lighter. So you don't feel like, well, damn, I probably should have, or damn, because now you got to go back and revisit that and go back to something that you're not happy in because you feel like it was a part of me that didn't try. So it was, I want to be able to say, I did that. Oh, yep, tried that. Yep, that didn't work. Did that too. Yep, uh, next. Yep, did that too. And when you walk away, you don't look back because you know what you're looking back at. You're looking back at the same old shit mm-hmm. that was happening over and over again, and you know it's not going to change. So with that right there, is it a thing with, and I know you had mentioned something close to it, but I'm going to go ahead and just ask it because mine wasn't a question at first. It was more of a statement. But I want to ask you because I, I, with the long way you're going, I love the insight that you're giving. Are people having a, a – is it a problem – to change like is it a because they're so stuck in their ways that i I can't change this this is my behavior like no matter what signs i get no matter how many times you tell me i'm not gonna deal with this no more i'm just not hearing it because i i might have seen my mom and dad stay together and he done told us she ain't shit for years Mm -hmm. she tell you oh you sorry limp dick nigga like whatever it may be like you may have seen Mm -hmm. that abusiveness work Mm -hmm. this is Mm -hmm. what i'm saying so you see dysfunction Mm -hmm. work in, in, in a sense, in mm-hmm. somewhere in your life. So you might have the mentality to say, hey, my, my job is dysfunctional, which all of us are in some, some way, aspect, but in an unhealthy way, I think. opportunity in our relationship. Go ahead. Yeah. Right. You get exactly what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. With it. So is that, that, that familiarity to dysfunction make people comfortable and not willing to change? Um, I think people are afraid of change because with change, you don't know what to expect. So when you do something over and over again and you get a return, you don't know what they say when that when that storm come. You don't know what what they expect. No, no, no. When change comes, right. So we we know what happens when a storm comes. Mm-hmm. We know what's gonna happen. We know the wind gonna blow. We know all. We know the rain gonna come. We know that. Oh, I'm talking about. I'm talking about. We don't understand what's gonna happen when change comes. So if I say okay. Scrap all that. We just going if normally what we do, we stick in, we stay in the house, we stay here, we we buckle down Sleep in the and we stay in the hallway, the floor, we put the mattress against windows. the window, we fill a tub up with <laughs> we water. We're gonna do windows. that shit again. Right. But this is what we're gonna do this time. This time we're gonna evacuate. We just gonna haul ass. And then what happens? 
everybody like, oh shit. Okay, so what we got to do? All right, okay, okay, we adjust. We adjust, but everybody don't adjust the same way. Some people right, have that's, anxiety. That's some people panic. Some people are like, well, what if, well, what if we run out of water? Or, or what if, what if we go to a place that actually don't have light? Or what if, and then a lot of what ifs happen. So people get afraid of change, but. Is the change worth it more than what you're going to deal with if you bunker down? So s- specifically speaking, right there, talk to the person who who know they're going through this cycle. They know they're doing these things that may be unhealthy in relationships. And that could be at work. That could be in your household. That could be with your children. However way you, you, you look at it, speak to them on that. Like, you know, they, they don't feel like they feel the need to change. Well, see, I, 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 I actually... Okay, it depends on which Todd, which Todd you're talking to, right? Uh oh. Because <laughs> I have had those moments where I felt like because I've done all that I can in this relationship, I feel like I've done everything right. But if I was him, on the flip side, he'll feel like, well, I saw you doing everything, and if you we experienced everything together, why why we've been together so long? Why you can't just continue to do that? No, because it's one sided now. Because I'm doing all the work, and you trying you seeing me pulling okay, but away. In relationships, so, sometimes you get a point where, say, fifteen years of relationship. Let's just say 15. first, just say fifteen. Throw it out there. First five years, Getting he was doing every no, mm-hmm. he was doing everything emotionally, spirit like to sustain a relationship right okay court flowers uh-huh. um there what's wrong baby you need a foot massage you need a back massage you got bubble bath ran all of this stuff emotionally he's there he's consistent then that next but you're but but the woman isn't consistent right mm-hmm. so he begins to not do that he sways away to be like you know he, he emotionally disconnect from it and so the next three or four years she's doing those things but he's disconnected so you see what I'm saying? Right. So so you have d- delicate situations where the balance is just off. I think that's, off. That, that's just how it is sometimes in, in a lot of relationships, like even moving on. But like, you got to acknowledge that to be able to say that, though. Because you you'll say, yo, I did everything yeah, I did, but I, did you do, were you carrying the, the, the bulk of that that whole relationship or was it topsy-turvy? Well, one side perfect, it was over here. because my next question was ownership. Is ownership important? Yeah. And do you think it can prevent a storm? No, because the storm, but okay. So if we're talking about storm in itself, nature, we know we can't control hurricanes or whatever that come Uh over here, but the storms in our life, certain things are just going to happen in our life. Certain things, somebody going to lose a job. Somebody Uh is going to a death in the family is going to happen. You're going to have all of these storms that happen. Right. These are things that are going to happen. happen. Uh And those are things I make or break with certain relationships because how you deal with a certain person's death. It may be my grandmother's passing. It may be her 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 uh, sibling uh, passing away. And it's how right. we deal with each other in those delicate times mm-hmm. that give us. It's like, yo, I was going through the worst period of my life mm-hmm. and not once did you come, come hug me, me or comfort me. me. Don't say yeah. nothing. Just be, be there. there. And yeah. so. For a person who goes through that, those are emotional scars that if you don't deal with it, it's like... And, and, okay, well, let me ask you this. If that's something that is a big deal, uh right? And I think if it's fair, if it's fair that you've never experienced death, and now he's going through this, and and you've never said, okay... We don't have a, a template. You're going there. So you don't have a template. I don't know how you're going to react. With, I just gave it death. to you. No, I'm just saying. But for, right. for a woman, or, or we're just going to say in a woman's perspective, you didn't hug me. You mm-hmm. weren't just there. You weren't. Mm-hmm. But what if that person never actually knew how to be that person either? Because no, by, by default, we both dealing with this together in a different setting, in a different situation. Right. I'll give you a case. 
case in point, me, myself, my grandmother passed, mm-hmm. my cousin passed, my uncle passed. Like, and there was so many deaths that was close to me that was just happening uh, in a short right, period of right, time, just right behind Back each other. Mm-hmm. Right. So, my wife didn't have these uh, up until recently when she lost her aunt, um, Joe's mother. She didn't experience that. Uh, right. Death she never like de- that. experienced death that close. Mm-hmm. So when it was happening to me, me understanding the situation and her not experiencing death in that way, I was able to say, listen, I understand you don't know what to do in this situation, mm-hmm. but, but just be there. Just be there. Yeah. And so sometimes time time she'll just roll over and just hold me. Like I may be crying on my pillow or whatever, but she'll just be sitting there and holding me and stuff like that. So it's important it's, to just but be you got to understand each other to be able to know and when they neglect that like it's it's, it's important oh erica got a question, question. what's erica up erica question. it's not a question but the key to that is communication yes true because so you gotta people, know a lot of people especially like me i shut down so if i have mm-hmm. a partner if i shut down I, my partner can't be there for me cause true because no because i won't tell him but in that down. but in that regard he has to respect that shutdown and wait if for you to so tr- create right. a moment to right. talk about it, to that be has vulnerable to be about it. That shutdown he, ha- is he has to be that vul- he has to be that vulnerable place for you in your shutdown. And it has to be acknowledged from the beginning. Like if you know you're the type of person that no, shut down. No, and you listen, t- not even from the beginning. Why why well, if, if, if I mean, a per- listen, you have to you said it. You said it. Watch me, you You can't tell a person how to feel. That's true. So, but, but listen, okay, if I know that and I, I can't tell. Talk, y'all. Nope, I'm going to get this out because she go try. No, shut up. Oh, oh, let me speak. Shut up. Grasshopper. Shut up, young grasshopper. If, if you're going through something very traumatic, mm-hmm. very. Right. We know it. I don't care if it's your cousin, your, your spouse. You know when people, it, it hit them. Mm-hmm. They go in a shock effect. There's nothing you can say to that person at that moment that they're going to hear. You have to give them their space to be able to allow you to comfort them. Now, in the back end, mm-hmm. all these <laughs> I'm breathing. I'm having, I'm, I'm doing Lamaze, like, y'all. I got so, Lamaze class woo, going on over here. Go ahead. And no, was, I ain't pregnant. But go ahead. I'm still again. breathing like it. <laughs> don't, don't be putting no rumors on my ass. I but ain't. You, as you said, you can't tell a person how to feel. Right. But in a relationship or if it's your best friend or it's your, your sister or whoever, you just have to let people go through things how they go through them. And then you can't have a time stamp on it. But go ahead. I agree. No, now I, you can go. I, 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 thank you, uh, uh, King Jesus. Appreciate you. Ooh, all um, King kingdom Black shall Jesus. come <laughs> on earth as it is in mm. heaven. Shut about a Honda. So what Let's I was saying was. Brain. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the thing is, okay. Now, like, as to what Erica was saying, I want to kind of go back to that because the reason why I say in the beginning, because when you court someone and you get to know someone, they get to know you and your and your fullness. But you can't explain you it. Can't, go ahead. Wait, wait, I'm going to shut up. You, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to shut you, up. You're not telling somebody how to feel. You're not telling somebody how to feel. But what you're doing is you're telling someone what you do and you're allowing them to handle that on their own. Right? right. Well, let me finish. Right. Now, yeah. now, now, now. Say for instance, now she says, "Okay, I'm the type of person I shut down." 
Mm-hmm. Right? right. When I'm dealt with different difficult situations, um, have I been in situations that were too hard for me to handle? I don't know yet. I just know that in certain situations I shut down. Mm-hmm. And um, that person she's telling that to could be like, oh, okay. So she deals with shut down. She shuts down. So I know maybe I should not be so intrusive, or I shouldn't be so on her like that because I know eventually she might come to me. It's a pre-worn emotion that that happened that comes along with the territory of being uh-huh. in a relationship or friendship or. Uh, siblingship or whatever with someone, you get to know that person for who they are. Now, because she gave me that disclaimer in the beginning, now we're faced with such a difficult thing. Wait, let me, but wait. Now, because we now, I'm not telling you how to feel. I'm not, in this situation, I'm not telling you how to feel. You ain't let me say what I was going to say. But you've been saying, you've been been saying, yes. So what, when you have been dealt with that situation, now you can say, well, damn. See, a friend of mine, I had to figure out how she dealt with death because, um, when, you know, when she went through the death with her brother, you know, I had never been a f- her friend during death, so I didn't even know what to do. But because I struggle sometimes with what to say when people are emotional, uh-huh. I didn't know what to say. So it kind of works because she's the type of person that really doesn't like too much. So you know what, I'm saying? what happened during the actual situation that applies to this message a quiet storm well i think you just have to learn how to understand that's if you could share it that is well i mean well i can't i can't i don't have to share the story to tell what 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 the lesson was i think for a lot of people communication is big even though she had never been through anything like that Mm -hmm. it's knowing her as a person and knowing certain situations how she react to certain situations she's not normally a very open person and you you wasn't familiar with her in that capacity in that capacity so, so i had to sit and just kind of observe and just be there i think and for me and her to our relationship the dynamic of our relationship was that you know we could just be in the same room together and we got to say nothing she's doing work on the computer i'm doing something on my phone it could just be and we just there okay no but words. with this loss in particular but right with the loss so, in particular mm-hmm. she that's how she kind of is like she just wants to kind of be within her own space but she loves when someone is just there but was this something new that she didn't know of her feelings she didn't know how to react Um, so you didn't know how to react you get what i'm saying well no no she said how she was feeling oh she communicated Um, mm -hmm. and um before after that happened i took her out like i actually got her out of the house i was like let's go somewhere and we actually now remember i I was like you want to go somewhere because her being in that space it was her first time dealing with a uh, a death like that, you know what I'm saying? So she was like, so she was didn't even know close. she was gonna feel it. It was something, somebody close. Yeah, it was her brother. Ooh. And she hadn't Man. seen him a long time because she had close. moved to Miami, so she hadn't seen him in a while. But that's probably why she thought she was gonna be able to take it better. But she didn't know she was gonna take it as hard. And then you didn't and know then, how to deal with it on trying to be the support system on that, right? But, okay, so but, but it, so oh, I just ahead. figured if I'm there for her, then that that would help. And when she all when she was ready to talk, she said, I'm so happy you were there for me. Thank you. You got me out of the house, took my mind off it, distracted my mind. And then, you know, you bought me that beautiful gift. And thank you so much. And you didn't have to say nothing. And that's you were just letting me know that you were there. Present. You know, so I think being present is the best thing to do when you don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And they'll tell you what they need when they're ready. Ooh, that was so powerful. But in going to what you and Erica were saying with a person communicating it before in 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 a relationship, that's any relationship, friendship, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. intimate relationship, uh, spouse, whatever it may be. What happens when that person get into that situation, but they don't 
know how to communicate it because they never experienced it, right? So if I didn't experience something, I can't communicate it to you. Mm -hmm. So if I never lost a parent or a grandparent and then it happens and I go haywire, your reaction is is important. You know what I'm saying? Even though this is unknown territory for us both, your reaction can dictate how things move in the future because when yeah. I go through that again or something I similar to that, you. Would never I would never come down to you. Totally. And, I was, and that's why I right. said to what she was saying, there had to be some preliminary behaviors. Like, how? Some, some, well, I mean, not in This is in uncharted that, territory. Well, it's uncharted, but the only reason why I handled that the way I did was because how my friend is on a natural basis. Okay. So you get what I'm saying? So if I'm the outgoing type, my friends be like, girl, let's go out, you know, because getting me out makes me feel great. But me not knowing if she'd be okay with getting out the house, I'm outgoing. So I did what my language was, was to take her out. Like, you know how people say, give treat people with their own love language and you let them treat you with your love language. Don't try right. to do what do for them what you think is best if for you. If they're paying attention. If they're paying attention. I, I kind of just went out on a limb and was like, you want to go? You know, and it was a very calm show. It wasn't nothing that was going to make her, you know, whatever. Right. And it, I, I feel like once it's uncharted, you still kind of know something about somebody. And you should be more receptive to their feelings. Like, when they're going through that, you got to know at least that's my woman. Like, let me just chill, observe, and wait. It's, it's a lot of waiting when it comes to dealing with somebody who's never been on, right. who's been on yeah. uncharted grounds because yeah. you don't really waiting. know. Waiting and that's why key. I said, is it a time frame? You get what I'm saying? Right, like, going back to that. Yeah, get, that yo, that's what before we, Erica asked the question, you, was, yes. you wanted to talk about time frame. So yeah, specifically time talk frame? about that. So what did you want to ask about that? Well, the reason why I asked because sometimes people have a tendency to rush your process. Okay. And I do believe that. And this that once the storm hits. Once the storm hits. Okay, so now you didn't prevent it. Or lack of, you didn't prevent this storm, and now the storm is hit, and now you're dealing with repercussions of it mm-hmm. and the consequences, or just the backlash from, from it, the, from, from the actual storm so, itself. Ahead. So it's like the repair process. What does that look like? Is it a time frame? And should it be rushed by somebody else? No. Like, it, it should be. Nope. Um, it feels like it's nope. something that you have to deal with, but people tend to do that. You've been in this slumber. Our You've jobs been in this do room. that. What you mean? Like, jobs Even do that. Job, they, but they, family they you, does it too. But, but, but here's the crazy thing. Family and relationships okay. do it too. So we talk about doing what we do for a love or passion and mm-hmm. you love what you do but mm-hmm. you're just not psychologically in a place to do it right so right. jobs will give you a three day bereavement mm-hmm. moment right so we're just talking about in case if it's a death in this situation right and a person not mentally prepared to come back they're mm-hmm. not in the capacity to come back and be productive but they're forced to mm-hmm. there's no question like there's no time period you're kind of forced but when it comes to a relational standpoint yeah, when we're dealing with people, we can't force their healing process. We can't force um, them getting over. And it's not never a get over, especially if you lose somebody. It's kind of right. it's, it's kind of more so um, coping put, with it. Cope, cope with it and right. put living it a, with it. Live with it and coping in, in a way where you can still, you know, function. live, function yeah, yeah, in yeah. life, in everyday yeah. society. But yeah. your job, the place where they your, pay your, your you money to maker, do a right? Job, yeah, exactly. You have and to do it. I understand. You need it to sustain your life. But I don't understand because right. they can replace you without a problem. Right. So in that aspect, is it fair? Like you know, no, it, it's not fair. I mean, but it's it's what has to happen. It's what comes with the territory when you sign those paper that paperwork in the beginning of your your job. You you know you have all of these things that give you the rundown of what you do if you agree. You know your um days out on sick leave. They give you all this stuff pre uh 
beforehand or along the way of your mm-hmm. employment. This is what you need to understand and know if something happened, death in the family. Okay, we give you $2,000 off rip. We do this. We do that. You get a week off and blah, blah, blah. And then you got to bring your ass back to work. And okay, see, like it's like over time and, you and get we're that. Just, and, and it's not just deaths because sometimes it's maternity. Because yeah. that's a storm in itself. Like yeah. when you look your at the storm, because changes. your body, your life, your, yeah. your economics, everything, everything changes, changes. Because before, if it's just you and your boyfriend, you and your husband, fiance, whoever it is that you have your baby with, it's just you two in the house, you yeah. know? And mm-hmm. so when this baby comes, this is a storm because it's going to hit you like. Like, Nothing oh, you ever expected, new. right? We, we, it was just us. We had quality right. time. So now we wanted daycare. Netflix and chill. We right. could, but now we got a baby crying in the background. Somebody or you got to go, go to work, em. and I, both and of you I'm guys be- got to work during the daytime, and and you know you got to think about daycare or them forcing the mm-hmm, mother to come mm-hmm. back to work sooner than she should because mm-hmm. in some countries they let the mother stay off for a for year. For a year, yeah. And, and here, I'm going to be honest with like, you, my crazy. first argument with my husband was when I had after I had my first daughter. Mm. We had not argued. We were together maybe That's two, a storm. two and a half years. Okay, and it's, it's it was it, and look at <clears throat> when you brought it up like a storm of, of maternity mm-hmm. and all that. Your body go through so many changes. It's a beautiful thing, and then it's a wonderful thing, and then it's a painful thing, and then it's a beautiful thing again, and then it's an annoying thing. And, and that it, first time is something you don't time. know. It's unfamiliar, and you don't right. know. Right. And you think you prepare. Like for me, I had a niece that I helped raise, and I was just like I knew how to be a mom. I just felt like I knew what I was doing. I knew how to change a diaper. Well, I knew more than him. You know, know, but I felt like I knew more than him. I changed diapers before. I made bottles before, you know. And it was a lot of resistance, like, let me do it. Let me do this. And it's like, no, but, (laughs) you know, so. He's trying to be involved. And and, and that's 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 the thing that I feel like people, people, that's the part right there that give them credit for the effort. You you give them credit for the effort, but but in their process of saying I got it, I got it. But how long do you watch it go so wrong before you like I? Right, now you said you got it, but you keep fucking up. So let me help you. It's, it's like, do you have that in the system of trial and error? And some things I was just like, all right, let us shit all over you. I don't care. And then it was other situations where I was like, no, she got to eat like this because her diet, you know. But when it comes to actually you were talking about something um, around, um, you know, storms that come and go and different storms that come in your life. And I know you mentioned You've maternity. You've been unprepared for it and, and, and the chaos that come that you yeah. wasn't preparing for. No matter how my, no, no matter how much somebody tells you how to prepare for it, mm-hmm. when you go through it, you still have to experience it. You still have it. to experience it. It, it. The way somebody tells you Both is not the way change. you take it. Right. It's not yeah. the way you take it. So yeah. when you're going through it, that empathy. Yeah. Like, like we always say communication, but you can't communicate People something don't you know can't how to, identify. They don't know how to feel the way you feel. But they're not supposed they're, to. They're, they're Everybody experiences things in a way that they experience it. And then you have to be able to respect that. So if somebody shuts down, respect that shutdown. If somebody uh, uh, is verbally. But what if the uh, shutdown has gone to a point, to a place where. A healthy place? It's, yes. It's, it's starting to graduate into something else. Okay. Now. Like now. That's why I say, is there a time frame on it? Because now you see in signs like, all right, now she at first she shut down. But now she's not eating. And now she's okay. not she's not communicating. But that's what intervention and now, comes and that's in. When in you, but but that's what I'm saying. So intervention is like a hardcore bam. No, it's Versus, not hardcore. It's it's, it's at go, a point if you where go from if point, I see you harming yourself. Right. And now you now but, it's unhealthy because you're being affected but, but and everybody around you see it. But listen, I, but this is what I'm saying. What if you got that point where you're like, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm just going to be present. And then present not. So now you just present. Nothing being said, and that's then, present without accountability 
and right. And so in every relationship, that's whether it be intimate, whether it be business or friendship, there has to be a level of accountability. So if I see you going too much out of the parameter mm-hmm. of what I'm normal or, or, or what I'm used to, I have to say something first. If, if you tell me to shut up that first time I say something, cool, I'm still be observing, checking you out. I see it again. Hey. This is really looking bad right now. This is really looking unhealthy. It's starting to affect you and me in our relationship. Still don't do nothing. This is where unconditional love comes in. Because most people like to counsel people off without giving them grace period right. or applying help that because that, we don't want to be hated like by you nobody. You want to say, I see you doing it. You don't want to be this hated. Is great. Right. And but, not only that, you you want to not even hate it. You don't hate it. You want right. to hear Somebody like people will tell you this is what you should do. This is what you need to do. This is what you should have been did. But they don't give you solutions around it. Not even that. It's the person that is coming with solution, but it's constantly getting bashed by the person who they're bringing the solutions to. So is that? Do you look at that though as a as a as a? I'm gonna explain it. Okay, yeah, because that could be looked at like that's this is where the person who's implementing the strong tough love Mm -hmm. have to be mature in the situation because when that person is lashing off at you. When they're cussing you out, they're telling you, you ain't ish, leave me alone, you don't mean nothing to me, you just being nosy, you you intruding. You have to be mature to say, hey, they're in a mental space that they can't handle this at this moment. So I'm going to still pursue with the intervention, and you got to get support besides you to be mm-hmm. able to help with that. But, but that did come gonna, from a gonna feel, Then they're going to feel ambushed. You know, so it's like you have to, you gotta know the person. Right. um, So that's why I said sometimes I feel like some people rush you into something, maybe based on a past experience. I've seen so and so go through this. That's different. Maybe, you know, I've seen so and so do this. Let's talk on that for a quick second. People rushing you through your process after the storm hits. Yeah, you neglected to prepare for it. Yeah, you didn't take the warning sign serious and the storm hit now. Now the storm is here, right? Mm-hmm. And you in it. You're in it. And now everybody who's around you, you looking for help now because now right. you coming out of this and you like, dang, I was in it so long I didn't even realize. Right. But people have now given up on you. Right. And that's what a grace period. How do you get that back though? It, it's, it's not a matter and, of and getting it back. It's because they have a grace period in their minds that you should have been over this shit by now. But now that I'm over it and I am over it, I'm doing what you said six months ago. But I had to do it on my own, on my own time. How come you get to give up on me when I'm ready, but I wasn't ready when you told me to be ready because it wasn't on their time? You don't, you get what I'm saying? No, it's a great thing about life, and it's a great thing about what you're talking about because in the most powerful relationships that we know in life, you go through so many emotional roller coasters. You go through so many ins and outs. Uh, we was cool for this period. We was we was off for this period. But the, yeah. the fact of a relationship, whether it be platonic, whether it be eros and relationship, well, no matter what the relationship is, you're going to go through it. Yeah, you have to. And so if I'm, so just me being there for you, mm-hmm. you have, let's say, substance abuse problem, right? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. on, you on Molly hard, right? And, and, and I love you. And I'm telling you, hey, this not working. You out of character. You tripping. The children are being affected by it. When you come on set, it's being affected by it. And you're like, man, shut up. I got this. I can control what I do. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And you constantly lashing out at me. I have a decision to say, I'm done. I can withdraw from the whole situation and wipe my hands clean because I tried. I can give myself that mental excuse, which is okay. And it's not saying the people who have walked away from situations that they saw was starting to be a little overbearing. If you walked away, sometimes you felt you need to because it was starting to affect you in a way that you was going to start lashing yeah, out. Yeah, but, right, you become your worst right. self. Mm-hmm. But to the people who can stand in the paint for those people, stand in the paint 
Mm-hmm. Be the enemy. Like, that was the one great thing that they said on the last Batman movie. Like, at the end, in order to be a hero, sometimes you got to become the, the villain mm-hmm. to the people. Yeah, they don't know you do. you're saving them until afterwards, afterwards. they realize and, and they af- see the big picture. That's, yeah, that's why I said right. sometimes when you're going through something, you don't really know until after. And then when that after comes and the storm is clear and the clouds are bright again, you're Bam. looking for those same people. Bam. To be there for you and who they were there. Gone like the and they water on gone the streets. like the wind. Evaporated. Gone. They evacuated. Woo. They evacuated. She said Instead evacuated. I said evaporated. But <laughs> we go well, we're talking about the storm and evacuation. I don't know. Hey, y'all, check it out. Listen, hey, we could have went on with this. and we, Hey, we hope y'all enjoyed this and got something yeah, from this. But we're going to go ahead and get to Good our stuff. next segment. Memoirs of a Mama. <laughs> Just so. time again y'all memoirs of a mama where mothers get to vent especially myself i like to vent about the issues that i have with my children and i know a lot of women want to get it off their chest they just want to be able to tell their tell somebody about it when they're going through something so this is that moment in the show where we get to actually talk about being a mother and having that moment to just to have a vent session all right so it's that time again y'all let's get ready i know you feel like you may have done something differently in raising your kids so you look at yourself and you say damn maybe I could have stayed with this man that I have my kids with in spite of how it made me feel or maybe you just did those two jobs and you felt like I didn't need to do two jobs but yes you did sis because you got to raise your kids I don't want you to beat yourself up because you can only do what you can do you have to give yourself some you time sometimes don't be one of those women who don't give yourself any TLC stop feeling guilty And continue to do the best you can for your children. But love on yourself too. Do you know that your children are most happiest when you are happy? Learn to just love your kids. Be the best you can be and provide and teach your children the best way you can. Now, unfortunately, we're in a world where the world is raising our kids also. So we have to learn to put ourselves in our children and let them know that we love them in spite of our differences too. We have grown up sometimes broken. But ladies, I need you to understand something. You can only do what you can do. Don't kill yourself trying to be there for those kids in a way where you know you're not at that capacity. Be there the best way you can. And nobody's going to hold that against you. And if they do, tell them to kiss your ass. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Diary of a Dad. Welcome, my fellas, my kings, gentlemen. Glad to have you here. Now, you know what goes on in here stays in here between the fellas, right? You know, sometimes little stories we hear from our brothers and our homies and the fellas around us, a little funny at times. Not to say that we're taking comedy off of somebody else's tragedy, but, you know, Tough lessons sometimes comes at the cost of others laughing. <laughs> so I just gonna be short and simple with you today, but I just want to share this with you. Check this out. So I heard this. <laughs> Homie told me this. He said, "Listen." He said, "Listen." My daughter called and said, "Daddy, I need hundred and fifty dollars." Okay, but for what though? 
She said, hold on. Mama, he said what for? Yeah, that pause there, that was intentional. Because like me, some of you probably bust out laughing. Some of you probably scratched your head. Some of you probably pulling out your head because you're in that situation right now. And fellas, listen, I understand. Like I said, this is a fellas conversation. So talking to all the other fathers in here, you got to be careful where you're sticking your ding, ding. Okay. Shit, my stomach hurt. Damn. Ooh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, this is our part of the show where we us. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, this is all part of the segment. Uh, this is part of our show where we give y'all a little bit of mind right. food. Ooh, she yeah. over there snorting and shit. Wrong with her. All right, this is our portion where we give y'all a little bit of mind food, all right? We know we just went through the main topic, and we hope y'all got something from all of that. But we want to give y'all a little something, a little something, all right? Even if it's a little something, all right? To take from everything that was said in this episode. We just want to give you that. All right? You ready, Toddy, to give him a little something simple? I'm ready. Listen, I just want to say, OMG, like, dang, this was like one of those things where I'm actually speechless, and I don't know what to say after all of that. All I can say is that you just have to learn to communicate. And mm -hmm. as you can see, there is no way to pre-warn someone about something that you've never even experienced. But what is very important to know is that you remain present through the whole thing. And be ready, because it's going to be a lot of waiting. It's going to be a lot of... Um, expectations don't set expectations on somebody else's um, uh, issue that they're going through you got to let them go through it on their own and just be present to be a support system so y'all just prepare yourself to either stay or to evacuate true think about the long term or the safety of you and your family the long term safety of everything you're building and the success of what you're building wouldn't it be better if you was prepared hmm. yeah yes it's not guaranteed that you're going to survive the storm just by preparing, but it's better to be prepared. So as the saying goes, stay ready and you never have to get ready. And ladies and gentlemen, that is my mind food to you for the day. And we thank you for joining us for this episode. We appreciate you. We love you. We need y'all to follow us. Do a couple of things for us. We need y'all to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at No Titles Necessary. And on Twitter at No Titles Podcast. And if they want to holler at us and shout us out and on email. anything else. Go ahead. Like Is on that email, Q&A, uh -huh. they can go to <clears throat> no titles necessary at gmail.com. I got that shit, dog. I couldn't pull up the email in time, but I got, I got that shit, dog. Look, we appreciate y'all rocking with us, man. Look, it's a time. It's a, it's a roller coaster. I was wrong. Yeah, I was wrong. All right, give them the okay, correct so thing. Damn, we were about to bring in the outro song, and she just fucked up the outro song. Go ahead, give so, it to him. The email is no titles necessary podcast at gmail.com. At least I said it loud, strong, and wrong. And y'all can holler at us also on ampleproduction.com. We have mm -hmm. our own page, No Titles Necessary Podcast, so y'all can go check us out and see the latest things that we have going on. Make sure you subscribe to Apple Podcasts. Make sure you subscribe to Google Podcasts. Make sure you subscribe to Amazon, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Spotify. Holla at us. Leave your reviews. Leave them five stars. Yo, we, we, we appreciate y'all rocking with us. All right? All right? Love you. Be easy and be blessed. That late ass. Be blessed. Listen, your ass was late in the intro, <laughs> so I was late on the outro. Hey, we're going to holla at y'all. We love y'all. Appreciate you. Bye. Yo.
Woke up feeling good, feeling better. Thank God for this weather. What you wanna do today, or whatever, whatever. I be talking to myself, cause I know I get her. Yo, she dope and I love her. You would too if you met her. You be stupid to let her slip out of your vision. She be on the next flight for you see that she missing. And I know you don't get it, I just need you to listen. Yo, never let a nigga mess with your intuition, man.